interacting with other YouTubers. I haven't like ever really seen your speed runs, but I have watched your clips like, um, you know, the clips where you just show the ridiculous things in the story mode in GTA 5. I totally get it, especially because I haven't, uh, I mean, I haven't speed ran really seriously in years, so. Have you watched any of my content? Uh, I only watched like six or so videos just when I reached out to you. Because um, I because I wanted oh, to know- which one did you see? Oh, I watched a bunch of update videos and some of your newer stuff. I mean, because that's how I found that you were, you recently left GTA 5. Oh, GT Online. Oh, well, I re I left G kind of left GT Online, but I still came back to it and I covered like the updates every six months. I just got really burnt out of the game because I hit like a billion dollars in the game and I just didn't feel like playing the online as much anymore. And I wanted to play other games and do other content. And so kind of expanded my channel into other things. I absolutely understand. You're the largest YouTuber I've talked to so far. Oh, really? Do you speak to many other YouTubers? I've done videos of a few other YouTubers. I've done with, um, do you know RPG for Saints Row? R uh, RPG gameplay for Saints Row? No, I don't. Okay, I did a video of him talking about the classic Saints Row games, and I did I did videos with um, uh, Dark Space for GTA. Mm. Do you know him? Yeah, I know him. And I did a video with Pyrum Gaming like uh, three years ago. Uh, uh, and I also did streams with Tylerius in the past. Um, uh, those are the YouTubers that I've, I've talked to, but you're the largest one that I've talked to. Oh, you're, I, I suppose you're technically larger than me by uh, sub counts. I mean, well, we're, we're no, um, I would, you're, you're, you're a larger channel than me. Um, <laughs> even though I have, a, I have a little bit more subscribers than you, your videos just get more views than me. So I'd say you're a bigger channel than me. How the professional got his start on YouTube. How long have you been doing this sort of content? Like how, well, how did you get your start and how long have you been around? I started my channel in 2015, but when I started my channel in 2015, it was just like a giant mess. It was just like, you know, something that I just did for fun occasionally, I'd do streams. Like it was very unorganized, it was random and stuff. And uh, I maybe got like 300 subs in like a year and a half. So it, it, it was just something I did occasionally for fun. I never like, you know, planned to be a YouTuber. And then when Gun Running came out, that was like, you know, June of 2017, I did a bunch of videos like showing how to sell the bunker and how to make money with the bunker. And people liked it and they saw I had a lot of money and they asked me, hey, can you make more guides? And so I made more guides and you know every time a new GTA update came out I kept making more guides on it and you know that's how my channel really took off. Well there's a lot of people who uh, kind of got their start making sort of tutorials for GTA Online especially because it's so hard to understand for a lot of people uh, especially to know what you should be doing um, the more optimal way to make money and stuff you know. It was easier to get into GTA Online as a YouTuber like you know years ago I think it's a bit harder now today because mm. there's a lot of other YouTubers and also you know a lot of people like you know know you know, know a lot of this stuff today. Um, there's a lot of new players coming to it like years ago. I guess with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, there'll be a lot more new players also. But uh, True. I think it's personally a lot harder to start as a GT Online creator today. Yeah, more competition, certainly. My chat keeps referring to you as a GT Online billionaire. What's that about? Oh, um, it's because back in the day, I used to grind a lot on GTA and I did like these big grinding streams. And so I had like a specific goal that I would hit like... um. Uh, uh, every stream and usually I, I used to stream like you know four five days a week but then you know that was you know destroying my health because I was um, also doing videos and so I kind of cut it back to like you know two three streams and then did the videos but I would just hit constantly grinding goals and I would teach people how to make money in the game I did a lot of money guides and my ultimate goal was to hit a billion dollars in GT online and eventually I got to it I got to that it was like December of 2019 I hit like um, uh, I hit a billion dollars on there and I suppose then you ran out of stuff to do ultimately because you could purchase everything in the game. 
Yeah, I can pretty much purchase everything in the game. Um, I am playing on a new character on the PS5 version right now because I don't want to like lose my PS4 character because there's just when you transfer over to PS5, it deletes your pretty old character, and so there's a lot of my buddies are still on the on the PS4. But you know, I already have all the MC businesses on my new PS5 character, and uh, you know, I'm not grinding like crazy, but you know, just playing for fun now. And um, uh, you know, a lot of my guides are still relevant, but I just you know, I just I just don't grind as much anymore. You know, I do playthroughs and other things. I I do a lot of cosplay i'm sure you've probably yeah, seen so. that i dress up as the characters in games and uh i'm known a lot for that now it's a it's a cool way to change up um you know playing through games to add, add that little spice to it you know yeah so yeah um anyway probably should get into it i suppose gta plus for those living under a rock this is rockstar's subscription service for gta online so what do you think of this uh gta plus nonsense i think it's stupid <laughs> Unsurprisingly, hey. <laughs> I did a video for 20 minutes ranting on it um the other day. What do you what do you think their thought process is for releasing this now of all times? I think that they're gonna see that a lot of new players are gonna download GTA 5 because it's free on the PS5. Some players are gonna be get, really get I don't know if you, I, I'd use the word addicted, but really get into the game, and uh, and so they're gonna say, oh, I, you know, I get this benefit here, and I'm gonna like, um, uh, you know, I'm gonna get some extra stuff here. But th the benefits are garbage. I've read mm. the benefits. They're like five hundred thousand dollars, like every month. Five hundred thousand dollars in GTA Online is not that much money. That's like one MC business. And I actually did the Kyle Perico heist today with a friend of mine, and I made a million two hundred thousand dollars in one hour, in one hour of playing. And that they give you five hundred thousand dollars a month for buying that. That's that's garbage. I remember watching TGG's video. Is it true that they're like they're gonna give people early access to vehicles? That's what it seems like from the thing. But if, if they do that, that's basically a paywall at that point. They're basically holding the vehicles at ransom. Yeah, I mean, does does having the newer vehicles give you any sort of advantage, or is it just like a, a bragging rats? Like I've got these vehicles, you don't. Well, it's it's more a bragging thing unless it becomes weaponized vehicles. Um, uh, because, like, right now, the most broken vehicle in the game, I'm sure you know, is Depressor Mark II. That's the vehicle that, you know, all the annoying kids, they'll spam that and blow you up in the game constantly, but it's, uh, yeah, there's, um, uh, these vehicles are mostly just, you know, supercars and stuff like that, but people are gonna show off and stuff like that, um. Yeah, as, as bad as the, uh, rest of the rewards are, I can totally see anyone who's really passionate about GTA Online, for whatever reason, just getting this for that alone. And no one wants to be walking around going, ah, oh, I guess, I can't have access to all this content for a week. That sucks. Especially because they priced it at $6. I'm sure most people who, who are dedicating themselves to a game wouldn't see $6 as a huge amount of money. So I'm saying like it's it, it, it's a scam. It's not good value, but I think it's it's priced low enough that anyone who's invested in the game is just going to be like, oh, it's only $6. You know, fuck it. There's no reason for them to do this. They're making fuck tons of money. They shouldn't be paywalling this stuff, but I think it's going to be successful, as sad as that is. I think there's going to be a lot of kids that are going to buy this stuff. I mean, the same thing happened with Expanded Enhanced. A lot of people ended up buying it. I told people I would only buy it, you know, do my playthrough because I bought Expanded Enhanced mostly for the single player. I didn't really buy it for the online. I did make a new character to play with my friends, but I guess just so I could do something. But I bought it mostly for the single player because I wanted to do a playthrough of the single player. Yeah. And, at, at know, the explaining end, at, some things. At the end of the day, even though Expanded Enhanced wasn't really expanded, and it was barely enhanced. It is still technically the best version you can get on console. So it was always going to sell. I guess, yeah. At, at least somewhat. Especially when it was free, it was always going to have heaps of downloads as well. The sad state of Red Dead Online. Have you seen what Rockstar has done to Red Dead Online? Other than just ignore it completely? 
Well, basically, they haven't had an update since July, and the last update that was in July was a disaster. It was a terrible update. It was just bag missions. It's like recycled bag missions. You go to an area, you kill a bunch of enemies, you take the bag and you deliver it, and that's it. That was the whole DLC. Just a bunch of bag missions. It was terrible. Uh, they added a useless currency called Capitale to the game, and the characters constantly say it. Um, it's just, it's really annoying. But um, here's the thing. The fans created a hashtag. I'm sure you've seen the save run mm -hmm. online hashtag. And they've been spamming that for months, um, trying to get Rockstar's attention. And a month ago, the Rockstar Games official Twitter actually accidentally liked the tweet that some guy made showing like a picture from Red Dead Redemption 2. And he wrote, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the best game I've ever played. Rockstar liked that tweet, but they didn't read the very bottom of the tweet, which said hashtag save Red Dead Online. So the official Rockstar Games Twitter liked a hashtag said save Red Dead Online, and then they quickly unliked it afterwards, but it was already screenshotted. So they was all over the internet. That's funny. Uh, honestly, as far as Red Dead Online is concerned, I'm surprised they bothered at all. Red Dead, to me, it always seemed like the story and the characters, the, 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 that sort of interaction was the main draw of Red Dead 2. I just didn't see Red Dead Online with its silent protagonist. It just seems so antithetical to what the single player was trying to achieve. Uh, I, I guess they certainly could have made something good of it, but it doesn't surprise me that they didn't try very hard. What I'm trying to say is, I think GT Online makes more sense to me than Red Dead Online, you know? They were, a lot of players had high hopes for Red Dead Online, including myself. Like, we thought that, I, I really thought that Red Dead Online was going to expand into this massive world like GTA Online. Like, I, I wasn't that one of those people who thought that it was going to overtake GTA Online. I never thought that. But I did think that it was going to get a lot of updates and a lot more activity and a lot more players were going to be on the game. You I, thought I they really would have learned... You thought they would have learned yeah. from GTA Online and just come to Red Dead Online, like, with all that knowledge and made something equally as good or perhaps better in some respect? You know, you still... You still can't rob banks. Um, uh, do you know that? You know, in Red Dead Online. You still can't rob banks in Red Dead Online. That's crazy. It's it's similar to how f with uh, GT Online, you couldn't do heists for quite a long time in the initial days of its release. You remember that? People were asking for those heists for so long, but it's just... um. Uh... Like, is it... Who, who told me that uh, Red Dead Online, they only started developing on it like six months before the release of the game or something? Um, do you, does that sit, ring true with your experiences playing the game? The thing is, it had some bad glitches, but it wasn't that bad of a disaster as GTA Online was in its first week. Like, do you remember GTA Online's first week? No, I, I, I've played very little GTA Online. I avoided it for a very long time, but just, it just never dragged with me. The terrible state of GTA Online when it released. The first week in 2013 was a disaster. Like, the contact missions would pay maybe a fifth of what they pay today. Um, uh, it was like, it, every single time you died in GTA Online, it didn't matter if a cop killed you or a player killed you. Every single time you died, you lost $2,000. And that would got, even if you had that in the bank. So it, every single time you died, you lost $2,000. And people could not afford anything. And I spent all day grinding to get a two-car apartment garage, which was a piece of junk apartment. And I got up to level 18 in one day. And then what happened was I logged in the next day, my character was deleted. Not because of some cheat mechanism or something, but because of the stupid servers. It was gone. And a lot of people had their characters deleted. And that was the first week of GTA Online. And and there's a lot of like fanboys that pretend like GTA Online is this perfect game with like no problems. But I remember when it first launched, it was a disaster. It barely had anything. It had no content. It was just boring and it was annoying. One oh, it's fun, a much better game. One thing, one fun thing I've got to do uh, when I finally started playing GTA Online and, and took an interest in it, I've watched a lot of these videos where people talk about their uh, prior experiences with GTA Online and different things that were changed about the game that I have no knowledge of. It's very interesting. I kind of wish I was around in those early days so I could have had these memories as well. But, you know, didn't get the chance. There's nothing I can do about that now. You know, like as, as bad as you're saying a lot of the early days where I'm sure you have a lot of amazing memories, right? 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good times that I remember on GT Online. A lot of times that I had fun with the game. The militarization of GT Online. The militarization that they added to this game, I didn't like it. You know, the the, the the they just went crazy with it. They just constant weaponized vehicles, just so much stuff with that, and uh, it was. I felt like GTA GTA Online got kind of away from the crime element. That's what I personally felt like. Yeah, there's been a lot of discussion about that. Um, we we are not really just a, a, a dude committing crimes, getting money. You're now like what an executive villain sort of guy with your flying vehicles yeah. and all that crap. It's, no. I mean. I can see why they did that, though, If considering that they have to keep thinking of new ideas. And it's very hard to think of new ideas within a strict paradigm. Like, with Red Dead, for example, if they want to keep releasing new stuff for Red Dead, they've got to keep it within a particular theme. Like, it, it makes more sense to add a flying motorcycle to GT Online than it does to Red Dead Online, right? Uh, there's just less ideas that they could throw at Red Dead. Like, could you imagine them releasing... Uh, nine years worth of new content for Red Dead Online, like, uh, like new guns still within the theme of that particular area of, area of time, it would be impossible, you know? Like, I'm, I'm sure people at Rockstar as well would have preferred to have stuck uh, within a particular amount of technology for GT Online as well, but they probably just ran out of ideas. I mean, I, I think that I think the game really had potential and um, I know older firearms pretty well. And so I can like list off like a ton of firearms that I think they could add to the game, like just dozens and dozens of guns. Hmm. But um, uh, we haven't had a new gun in almost two years at this point. The last time we had a new gun was in July of 20, uh, 2020, and that was the elephant gun, which the elephant gun is mostly for hunting. It's not even a gun that you can really use in against enemies or um, players. Will they finally update Red Dead Online? Well, at the very least, I hope that they do eventually bring more love to uh, Red Dead Online for you guys who care about that. But I, I, I am skeptical that they ever will, honestly, at this point. Yeah, but did you see the GT Online fanboys that were, like, attacking the uh, Save Red Dead Online thing? And they were saying, like, oh, stop complaining. We want GTA 6. You're causing GTA 6 to be delayed and stuff like that. Have you seen those those comment wars? Yeah, that's, that's, that's not how that works, I don't think. No, I mean... Um, but yeah, I have seen. And whenever, whenever Rockstar says anything or anything about Rockstar comes up, someone is always like, where's GTA 6? As much as I'm sure we'd all like GTA 6, it, I mean, they, it wouldn't kill them to have a few people still making content for Red Dead Online, you know? Yeah, and I, I hope that they, they can still make money from it. And and the thing is, I hear these stupid arguments all the time saying Red Dead Online doesn't make as much money as GTA Online, but if they put time and effort into making updates and actually made stuff that you can buy in the game, then yeah, it would make them money. But mm. they're just being lazy with it. They think, you know, why should we make brand new updates for Red Dead Online when we can just milk GTA Online and put an update every six months and people will play that. So that's uh, that's the way a lot of Red Dead players feel. I was about to say then, they're not really putting much new stuff into GTA Online either. Um, clearly, they just don't really have much interest in... Uh supporting these online things anymore. I've heard that the development of GTA 6 has been somewhat rocky. Um, there's, there's always rumors like this. And so in my mind, it's possible that a lot of the garbage that we're seeing coming out of Rockstar uh, in the last couple of years has been because of this rocky development where they're trying to re reassure shareholders or whatever um, that they can still make money. So every single time GTA 6 has some issues and it's delayed a little bit internally, they're like, oh shit, we gotta put out these remasters or we gotta, you know, make GTA Plus or whatever. They're, they're, they're throwing everything they can to make GTA 6 work. And in the meantime, they have to do things that take no effort, but still generate revenue to appease shareholders. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being optimistic. I'm not sure. I guess we'll, 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 we will only see. Time will tell what, what happens rather than online, but I don't have much hope for the game. Yeah, and we'll see with a... Uh... GTA 6 as well, if it uh, ends up being good. Cosplaying as GTA characters. I was also thinking that 
since you play the the story mode a lot on your channel, you probably you you know the story like really well, like mm -hmm. obviously, right? Yeah, to to some degree. I was thinking, what what if you did like a video like reacting to my um uh, cosplay outfits? I mean, if you want or if you don't want, it's okay. But um, I think that it, you would have a funny reaction if you saw some of my costumes. I've seen I've seen them. They look very nice. I mean, I'm not much big on react content. Like this part, for instance. I uh, if you click that link that I just sent you, I actually skipped to the part in the video um where I actually put on the Bugsters outfit, and so I'm just it's and I have more outfits coming up. Like I have the Juggernaut outfit, which is the big armor. I'm gonna be dressing up as that. And in the Polito score, and um, I also have the 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 big one, like both outfits, the ski mask one for the loud one with the suit, and I have the one with the um uh with the armored truck one. I even made the armored truck outfit too. It is really impressive, my guy. Trust. I mean, I, I've shown it on screen for my viewers right now. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not big on React content, unfortunately, man. Um, but yeah, I I it is impressive, and I um as they good to put a twist on uh. You know, some of this didn't be done before. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to do something different on my channel because um, I just got so so bored of GTA Online. And, like, people come to my channel and say that I hate GTA 5, which is just a load of nonsense. Like, I, I like GTA 5, you know? It's, 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 I wouldn't have 460 days played on it if I didn't like GTA yeah. 5. But it, was just, it just got to the point where I did everything in the game and there was, like, nothing else for me to do and I got so bored of the online. And so I, I love the um, older GTA games. And so I started doing playthroughs of that, but... You know, it started with Watch Dogs 1, because with Watch Dogs 1, I wanted to do something different. I wanted, to, I always wanted to do a play, be a playthrough channel, you know, channel that does playthroughs. That's what I always mm -hmm. wanted to do. And so I figured, you know, what can I do to make my channel unique? What can I do to make my channel different from other playthrough people? And I thought, why don't I dress up as the characters? You know, it's going to be a bit, bit expensive, so nice to get costumes, but it is going to be, you know, I think worth the watch for people because people are going to like, you know, seeing that. It's going to see something different, unique, yep. that, you know, this guy, you know, tries to imitate the character's outfits to the best of his ability. And sometimes some of the outfits are really easy to make, but sometimes some of them are hard to make. Like that Bugsters one, I don't know if you mm -hmm. saw it, that one was, that one was hard to do. Like that was, I had to get a bunch of parts together. Like, and the thing is that red uh, suit that I'm actually wearing was actually like a real life like um, uh, exterminator like you know suit I think I, I got it off Amazon but it like it matched it perfectly and then the the mask that I was actually wearing was an actual like um, uh, an actual mask so I um, I actually was trying to find one that was fake but I couldn't find one that was fake so I ended up using that one there enjoyable GTA clones in terms of playthroughs um, you're you're not just gonna stick with because you, you do other, um, what would you call them, um, uh, GTA clones, right? You're not just into GTA? Like you do Saints Row and uh, what you do? Have you done any Saints Mafia? Row. Or? Saints Row 2, I actually like Saints Row 2 more than GTA. Um, uh, Saints Row 2 is my favorite crime game of all time. GTA is my second favorite crime game. But um, I And when I say Saints Row, I'm Saint, I mean the second one, obviously. I like the old, the old style, you know, when it was gangsters and stuff like that. Not mm. like the, you know, the stupid superpower stuff that they do today. Yeah, I, I've but, played, uh, I played Saints Row 1, I think. Uh, a couple of months ago. I actually quite, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Um, and how- You should try Saints Row 2, because Saints Row 2 mm. is way better than Saints Row 1. I've Saints heard... Row 1's still, still a good game, but Saints Row 2 is the best one. Yeah, as is often the case with uh, a lot of franchises, where the first is like, they're testing things out, figuring out what works, and in the second, they refine everything to a, a, a fine diamond, you could say. Um, I, I will eventually get onto that. Um, my eventual goal is to play every GTA clone, but it's, uh, I, I've, I've got, so much editing and stuff and all the Have other projects. Have you done Sleeping Dogs yet? I played Sleeping Dogs just a little bit a long time ago. And I, I liked it quite a bit. I'm not sure why I gave up on it. I think I just got busy because someone took a world record away from me or something. I never went back to it.
Do you think it's good? I, I think Sleeping Dogs is excellent. And the problem with Sleeping Dogs was that Sleeping Dogs was actually going to have a, a, a new game that was supposed to come out in 2015 called Triad Wars, which that was supposed to be a competitor to GT Online. It was going to be an online game, and it was going to be set in the same map. Hong Kong was the exact same map, but you were going to be playing as a gangster this time, not as an undercover cop. You were going to create your own triad, and you were going to work your way up doing different jobs similar to GT Online, and eventually get a penthouse. You can customize it. You get cars and guns. And it was supposed to be really cool, but the publisher canceled it because they didn't think that Sleeping Dogs was enough of a success. Uh, do you think they were wrong? I think they were wrong. I think Sleeping Dogs has a lot of potential. I think I think Sleeping Dogs could have evolved into something much bigger because it was only the first game in the series. Um, hmm. And 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 the thing is though is I personally don't like it when people like you know throw around sales numbers because people do that all the time. They say, oh, this game sold better, so then therefore that game's better than that one. Just because a game sold better than one game doesn't mean that the game's necessarily better than another one. Like for instance, me personally, my favorite GTA in the entire series is GTA 4. And the reason I like GTA 4, one reason is because I'm originally from New York, but also is because I like um I just like the seriousness of this the, the tone. Yeah. Like you've played GTA 4, right? Yeah, I, I I like the I like the characters, the atmosphere, the the, the story. Yeah. You know how GTA 4 has that dark, you know, criminal underworld Pretty, theme. Like yeah. it's it's more serious tone. Like mm -hmm. it's like you know, it's more brutal. I would say. You know what I mean, right? I I I do like it more, but I like the. I think there's a lot of things that GTA 4 did better than GTA 5, and GTA 5 did better than GTA 4 in terms of my personal preferences. But I can totally understand why GTA 5 would have a a much wider appeal. Then GTA 4, if you well, get my GTA meaning. GTA 5, I think, you know, it, it sold better because it was the next game in the series. Like, GTA 6 could be a worse game than GTA 5, and it will still sell better than GTA 5. Just True. Because so many, so many new people have gotten into GTA. So just looking at the next game and saying, you know, this game is better than the next one because, th because it sold more, not necessarily a fact. I mean, look at the Call of Duty games. Like, usually most Call of Duty games, the next one is one every year, sell better than the previous one. But there's some Call of Duty games that are really bad, some that are good, and some that are, like, you know, in the middle. Um, uh, but, you know, people kept saying, oh, Cold War sucks. Cold War is a bad game. And then Vanguard came out, and now they're all saying Vanguard's the worst one. So it's like, you know, pe people oftentimes can't make up their mind. I mean, I found a lot of the stuff in GTA 4 to be, um, I know, less forgiving. Like, the, the driving in GTA 4, I mean, you can, you get used to anything, but I prefer the driving in GTA 5, even though I fully acknowledge that the driving in GTA 4 is, like, more realistic, more weighted. Uh, the cars in GTA 5, by comparison, are more floaty. Um, but I, I prefer the control of GTA 5 over GTA 4 in regards to the driving. I, I, I like GTA 4's driving because it, it felt to me like I was driving a real car yeah. and I felt like the physics were just better. I like, mean, I, you know something? I, I was doing an MC cell mission today and I was doing that the pounder truck mission. Do you know that one? No. It's where you it's where you drive like a big a big single truck um uh, from your MC business and you make the delivery and I was mm. it was there's one mission where there's like a guy smoking weed in like the truck and your character gets high and everything but what happened was there was a, a bunch of NPCs shooting at me and so the NPC traffic in front of me freaked out I had this small little car like hit my truck and my truck went flying back that it almost like flipped over and I was like this is so stupid there's no way in hell like a, a small like little car like this would be able to flip a truck like this so I thought the physics in like GTA uh, 4 were just so much better than like the physics in GTA 5. Yeah, it is it, it more realistic, but at the same time, like uh, it was just more annoying for me sometimes. Like I, I totally understand that GTA 5 physics aren't more realistic and uh, you can have situations like that where cars are flying everywhere. But for the average audience, I think that's preferable. People prefer when wacky stuff like that happens. It's, it's more accessible to a casual audience and that's gonna help uh, games reach more people. Um, as again, this isn't a matter of which is better or, or what have you, uh, but just uh, what's going to be preferable to the majority of people.
I don't just do like you know games similar to GTA. I also like you know play like I'll play shooters and and um, other games on my channel. Like I did you know the great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Do you know that one? I have actually never played an Ace, Ace Attorney game, I, but I've seen all the memes. I know what it's about because it's just it it's it's surprisingly popular for. Um, what is it? I guess a what would you call that genre? It's a very simple game with like text and stuff like that. Yeah. But e even though it's like it's so simple, the formula for it is just so genius because that game requires like so much critical thinking. Like it's like some of the first cases that you do, like they're pretty easy. But then later on, like you're you know you know you're the, you're the defense attorney. You have to try to find your client innocent, and your client most of the times your client is had nothing to do with it. They're just being framed, mm -hmm. and so you have to like really carefully look at the evidence. You have to see what people are saying, and then you have to catch their contradictions. And when you finally catch them in that contradiction and you call it out it, you just feel really like accomplished when you, you you finally break the case open and you expose a true culprit it is certainly a genre that i've uh, thought about uh playing some games in but uh at the end of the day um when i finally find time to play a single player game i generally try to grab myself a gta uh clone simply because i know that's going to do better for my channel and i know i'm going to enjoy myself <laughs> you know I get where you're coming from, but I just I just don't like that word, like GTA clone, personally for me. Um, I just, you know, I see these games a lot of times as competitors. Oh, That's sure. Like, I, I see, I, like... It is certainly, in a way, it has a connotation of being, like, demeaning. Like, oh, they're just copying Rockstar. But in reality, it's just referring to a type of game, you know, mini-map in the corner, gun-stealing car sort of thing. Um, it's, it's not meant to be demeaning, but I can understand why it is suggestive that they're just ripping it off, you know? Have you done the Godfather games? No, but everyone tells me they're amazing. I, I haven't even seen the Godfather movies. Didn't they come out like 50 years ago or something now? 1972, Godfather 1, 1974, Godfather 2, and 1994, I think, Godfather 3. Um, uh, but yeah, this is mafia movies. And the, the thing is, the games actually follow the movie pretty well, and they're pretty good. So it's just like, usually a lot of games that are based on movies suck, but that one's kind of an exception. Do you think I could play them in without seeing the movie yeah you don't you don't really need to see the you don't really need to see the movie to play them like when i was a kid i i i under godfather one is the easiest movie to understand out of all of them like it's just um you know pretty simple like you can be a kid and watch and understand most of everything that's what's going on when i was a kid and i watched godfather 2 i was a bit confused like you know there was a, like the fredo scene kind of confused me when i was a kid but like you know later on when i was older i i watched it i understood it better but you can play through the game and when you play through the game right before you start up a mission the missions are follow the movie they'll give you like a little like bio thing on the screen and it'll tell you the description like here's what's happening in the story and everything like that and so you can read that and it, it explains everything perfectly so you don't even need to, need to really watch the movie but it does help um uh, to watch the movie the risk in moving away from your normal contents since moving away from GT Online, have you uh, has, has this like caused you to have to work harder to maintain your audience? Have you have you been stressed about like oh am I still going to have a career in a couple of years without that consistent influx of content? Yes, great great question. The thing is though, I'll be honest with you, like two and a half years ago, I got to the point where I almost like completely quit. Like not just GT Online, but like YouTube. Like I was, I was about to stop doing YouTube entirely. Like two and a half years ago, like I was not in a good mental state. Um, and the reason I wasn't in a good mental state is because while I was happy doing GTA Online, my dream was always to have my channel be diverse and have like a lot of games on it. Mm. And so I always got the most amount of views on GTA Online, so that gave me an incentive to just do the the GTA Online videos mainly. And what happened was when uh, in 2018, even though most of my audience was from GTA Online. I had um, I had told people, hey guys, I'm gonna be doing Red Dead Redemption 2 when it comes out. 
um, uh, that's going to be coming out soon. And the thing is, I didn't get much of a response from that. Like, people weren't, there weren't really people that were positive about it, but there weren't really people that were negative about it. People, most people were just like, okay. And what happened was, when Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, I had gotten so much hate, like it's the most amount of hate that I've ever gotten on my channel, and I was just so shocked, and I, I didn't understand what I was doing wrong, but like people were just coming to my channel and just disliking my videos and just like leaving nasty comments, and they were just they were just saying, oh, this game sucks, all you do is just drive around on horses all day, like play GTA, Um, uh, this game sucks, and it was like, people were just being so nasty to me, and the thing is though, I kept a very tight schedule, where I would always stream on Wednesdays and Sundays on GTA, um, uh, online and i would always do a gta online video on saturdays like usually a top 10 or a top 5 and i kept that schedule but what i was doing now is i was doing a red dead stream also on fridays and i was doing a red dead video on saturday so the red dead content was extra but people kept saying i don't want to see this i want to see gta content but what they didn't understand is i was still doing the same amount of content i was just doing extra red dead content but a lot of people were just you know being negative to me and i had i think i lost like you know 5000 subscribers alone just from doing the red dead content honestly people got pit. That, that, su that surprises me a little bit, because considering that they're from the same company, you would imagine there'd be uh, enough of a uh, cross-section of people to pay both. I got a lot of new subscribers from the Red Dead content. Like, one big misconception about my channel is people come to my channel and they think that they think that 99% of my audience is from GT Online, which is not true. Uh, a huge amount of my audience is from GT Online. I would say at least 70% of my audience is probably from GT Online, but at least 100,000 of my subscribers are from Red Dead Online. And I know that because I just watched analytics on my Reddit videos and I've seen how many people subscribe from them like over the years. So I know that there's a ton of people that found my channel just from Reddit content and watch me just for Reddit content. Like they would just watch some, some people just watch the Reddit streams. Like they don't even watch yeah. the playthroughs or anything like that. Um, but it was hard to do at first. Like I, I wanted to grow into another channel. And you know, what happened was when I started doing Sniper Elite V2, that was in like May of 2019, I was really good at Sniper Elite V2. It's like one game that I'm really good at shooting in that game. Mm -hmm. And so it was, I thought that people would like me playing it, but you know, there was people that were being nasty to me. And even when there wasn't people being nasty to me, the videos just got so much less views than my GTA Online content. And this is the part where like, I almost had like a breakdown where I almost was gonna give up YouTube entirely because I felt useless. I felt like I was trapped in this endless box where I could only do GT Online, and if I tried to do anything else, I would have people lash out and complain at me, and then the videos would just get um, uh, wouldn't get as many views, and so I just felt helpless in this box. Like I wasn't like depressed or anything, but I was just like, why should I even keep going at this point? Like it's, it, that was just the attitude that I had because it was like I want to do other content, but I can't because there's people that are just being nasty to me. But eventually, got to the point where I said to myself, you know what? I'm just gonna do other content. And I don't really care what people say to me. You know, there's many people that are going to hate on me, obviously, but there, I know there's going to be a lot of people that support me and like me as a person and are going to like my other content. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I figured I'd do other content. And um, uh, and so, yes, I'll be honest, I have lost a lot of views and I have lost a lot of subscribers. Like, I've lost thousands of subscribers when I stopped doing, like, GT Online. But, you know, I never regretted it. I never but you're happy. You're, you're more satisfied with what you're doing now. Yeah, because the thing is, if I still did GT Online content... I probably would have had way more subscribers and probably way more views. But I'm happy with what I have now. I'm happy with the subscribers I have. I'm happy with the views I have. I'm just in the, just a much better state because when, whenever I play a game today, like it, I, I could, I'm gonna be doing Sniper Elite 3 in like probably a month, getting ready for Sniper Elite 5. And when I post Sniper Elite 3 content, I'm probably not gonna have any of those comments come up like saying, why don't you why don't you play GTA Online and stuff like that. And most of those comments are like gone. Like they don't yeah. appear anymore because it's either, either those people have accepted my new content or they unsubscribed. It's either one of the two. 
to because like uh, two years ago you would see those comments all the time play gt online don't play this game but now it's like people are people generally enjoy whatever game i play people just like like watching me play it some games get more views obviously but generally i've seen for my audiences most people are happy and i usually have a 99 percent um like to dislike ratio on my um, playthrough videos so people really do enjoy them i know that because as, as YouTube has continued to pivot away from people getting their content via the subscription feed, people only get videos shown to them really that they're interested in. As in, if a person isn't interested in your other types of content, they're just not going to be shown those videos. And because uh, like most views don't come from the subscription feed, they're probably just seeing those videos less and therefore you're going to get less complaints. But as you say, just, you know, the longer that you do variety content, the more people will come to accept it. And, you know, this is just part of your channel now, so there's no reason to complain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I, I mean, I look at the analytics too. And the thing is, though, when I posted like a playthrough video, usually like within the first week, I would be negative on subscribers. Like usually like whenever I post a playthrough video, it would be like negative 30 or negative 40 subscribers. It would go like that. But then when I, whenever I would like go back to that same video and like look at that video like a few months later, it was like plus. It was like plus 10 or plus 20 new subscribers. And over time, you know, that builds up. And those playthrough videos over time, you know, get views. Um, they do build up. But I I think that the problem with a lot of YouTubers is a lot of YouTubers have this, you know, view mindset where they look at the views constantly and they think like if a video doesn't get this amount of views in 48 hours, it's a failure. That's like mm -hmm. how some YouTubers see it. And so um, uh, me, whenever I publish a video, I think about like, you know, how 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 will this video grow over time? You know, how will people see this video over time? You know, will this video be really popular like a year from now? So like I, I don't go crazy over like the first 48 hours, but I know there's YouTubers that like think that like if a video doesn't get within a certain amount of views within 48 hours, it's a failure. I have but, the same. Um, I have the same attitude where for me, I'm just trying to make as good videos as I can, things that I think are good, and I'm just putting them out there in the world. The more of these that I put out in the world, the better off I'm going to be in the long term. I've had videos that have done uh, poorly for the first 200 days and then suddenly have shot up in, in viewership. I, I almost don't care about the views. Like I, I recognize, I have certain ideas as to what views certain types of content are going to get in a week and a month or whatever, but all I care about is just making consistent good content. And I feel like in the long term, I'm just going to do well doing that. Uh, I, I don't care about what, how many views it gets in the first day. I mean, I suppose I still do look, but that isn't like my biggest concern, you know? Uh, have you seen any of my lore videos by any chance? I clicked on one, I think, with my band about GTA 3, but no, I haven't seen them. Um, like I haven't, well, I, uh, continue, I, I, I've noticed that people make lore videos about like a lot of different games. Like for instance, you know, yes. the Fallout games and the Elder Scrolls games have like the lore community is like so big on that. Mm. But what I've noticed is there's almost no lore videos on like GTA. I know there are some channels out there, don't get me wrong, that do lore on like GTA. What I'm saying is it, it, I'm actually surprised that there's not that much lore on, uh, videos on it because there's just so much material to cover. And like GTA 4, I could probably make like 40 more GTA lore videos. Like, mm. and I have way more planned because GTA 4, the story is so big. There's so many characters, so many details that I could cover in that. And I have way more plans for lore just alone on that game but um, uh, that's what I, I i i would what i would do is i would go through like you know the story and i would think in my head because I, I know the story really well in these games and i would think like you know what do people want to know like about these characters what do people like you know wonder about these characters and stuff like that and so like you know that then i begin to like you know formulate that in my mind because like for instance i posted a ken rosenberg video the other day you know who the character ken rosenberg yeah, yeah. right yeah. So a lot of people don't understand why Ken Rosenberg was in, in, in Las Venturas like six years later when he was in Vice City in 1986. And so I did a good video like explaining, you know, what happened, how he got caught up with the mafia, you know, why Tommy didn't help him and stuff like that. But 
my most popular lore video, and I never expected it to blow up like this. It's, I think, the fourth most popular video on my channel. It's like three and a half million views now um, in like a year. And it was the um, video, top five like hidden signs that Big Smoke was going to betray CJ. And when mm -hmm. I first posted that video, it was like, I think it was only like 10,000 views within the first 48 hours. But then like a week later, it was like 100,000 views. And then two weeks later, it was like 150,000 yep. views. And it was like 200,000. And it just started blowing up. And uh, and people kept talking about it. And so, you know, there was people that were telling me that like, you know, um, uh, that all oh, these games are too old. No one cares yeah. about the old games and stuff like that. Well, you know, three and a half million views on a 17-year-old game. So that's... um. Uh, that's that about San Andreas. A, a big reason for this is because when these games were popular, when they first came out, there was no YouTube. And so anyone who was, uh, when YouTube finally kind of hit its peak, like there's so many more YouTubers making content, that was when GTA 5 came out. And so there's heaps of lore videos, quote unquote lore videos about GTA 5, but they're just like bullshit. You know, uh, Lester is actually Brad and all this garbage, you know, for all those clickbait channels. There's like thousands of those, but it, it takes actual effort to go back and uh, make content about these earlier GTAs, especially because they're not as algorithmically friendly, or at least that's what was believed. But of course, as you found out, there was so much love for San Andreas and, and, and even GTA 4 to a lesser extent. Um, or, and of course, because people aren't making content for that, the audience that wants content um, doesn't have a lot of places to go. So if you make some engaging content about San Andreas or about GTA 4, you're going to get that audience. Um, and, and, and of course, people are somewhat sick of GTA 5 uh, by this point, and they're just looking for some new GTA stuff. And if Rockstar isn't going to put it forth, all these new players who've just found GTA with GTA 5 are going to be like, oh, what were the old games like? And, uh, and they're going to click videos like that, you know? So it's a good move, really, to uh, make content for that market. And I, I have so much fun just making these lore videos. Like, they're really chill, and uh, I just love talking about the story, and I put so much love in these videos um, uh, uh, when I make them. And I try my best to explain everything. Like, I'm I'm not that big on, like, crazy effects and stuff like that, but um, I, I do my best, like, with commentary and cutscenes um, to, you know, explain stuff, because there are things that you, you, you do notice. Like, there are things you might not notice the first time, but there are certain things, like, if you pay attention to certain characters and stuff like that, um, you might notice certain things about them that you haven't noticed before. Like, you know, there's this, you know, I'm sure you know, there's all these small little, like, little signs that Big Smoke was going to screw over CJ. Like, mm -hmm. just all the things that he was doing and, like, you know, Ten Penny showing up at his house and stuff like that. But there was another thing that I was thinking about. You know that mission when, like, um, uh, when Ten Penny tells Pulaski to kill CJ? It's near the end of the game. It's called yep. High Noon. And, like, CJ has to chase down Pulaski and kill him. Mm -hmm. I was always wondering, what if Tenpenny knew that CJ was going to kill Pulaski, and he did that on purpose? He left Pulaski there alone with CJ so that CJ would kill him, because Pulaski could testify against Tenpenny if he mm. got caught. So Pulaski is, like, the only witness there. CJ had gotten rid of all of the evidence at that point, and Pulaski was the only guy that was, like, an accomplice of Tenpenny that could actually take him down if they got ten if they got Pulaski to testify. A loose and end, yeah. CJ's not going to testify if he got caught. So that was always in the back of my mind. I was always thinking, like, did Tenpenny do that on purpose? Did he just drive off, like, knowing that CJ was going to kill, that overpower, like, Pulaski and kill him? That's something, you know, you don't, you don't have the direct answer to that, but that's something, like, you know, you think about because the stories in these games were, like, really well done because, like, a lot of open-world games, Sometimes the stories aren't that well done, but like in the GTA games, they're they're really well done, and it makes me happy that so many people don't just care about the open world because so many there's a lot of people that just play like GTA that just you know they they use cheat codes and they'll just kill a bunch of cops and that's it. They'll never bother with the story, but it does make me happy that so many people still care about the story and they care about the lore and they care about what's going on. I, I do like that. Yeah, there's, I, I there's, appreciate the GTA community a lot for that. There is certainly subtlety in the writing of the uh, GTA games, which is what. 
Uh, pe- people question whether that's going to be the same for GTA 6 with a bunch of the uh, people leaving. Who was the lead writer for the GTA games who left? Um, Leslie Benzies. Yeah, yeah. And and so is, is that still going to be the case with GTA 6? I mean, as you say, because everyone's enamored with GTA 5 and there's so many people in the world now, um, GTA 6 is going to sell amazingly pretty much regardless of how subtle or... I wouldn't be uh, surprised if it doesn't have a single player at this point. Ah, uh, no, they surely... Like, in my mind, they made billions of dollars with a game that had single player and online. It'd be ballsy of them to risk fucking that up. You've, you've got a formula that makes billions of dollars. You're risking screwing that up by changing it is probably not going to be uh, a good move, in my opinion, and I'd be surprised if they could convince themselves to do it. Although it wouldn't surprise me if uh, single player is less expensive this time around. But then, then again, Red Dead 2 was very expensive, but I suppose they started making that in, like, what, 2013 or something. It just took a very long time to make. Was it 2015? I'm not sure. So, mm-hmm. like, we, we haven't seen something come out of this sort of new generation of Rockstar before. So I guess anything's possible. Hope, hope for the best, I suppose. I want to see the next GTA game have a new theme to it. Um, uh, because I don't know if you noticed, like, a lot of the GTA games have a specific theme to them. Like, GTA 3, like, the Liberty City games, like, GTA 3, GTA 4, and, like, Liberty City stories are usually, like, these games, you know, you arrive in this dark, you know, criminal underworld and you're a hired gun. You know, you work your way up doing jobs for, like, different gangs and stuff like that. That's how the, the Liberty City games usually were. Like, Liberty City stories a little different because Tony was actually part of the Mafia, but they're, they're usually that theme. Like, the Vice City games, Vice City stories and Vice City, were they had the theme of building a criminal empire and they mm-hmm. f- focused around the drug trade that was like heavily in like both vice city games vice city stories more on the drug trade but vice city a little bit on it too and so you know gta 5 the, the theme that they had to that game was it was like a midwestern like you know heist crew that like you know meets up like nine years later with also with franklin mm-hmm. and so that was the story there but i hope that with the next game because there's a strong chance it is vice city if it is vice city i hope they keep the theme of the original vice cities because it's going to be a new universe it's going to be the HD universe of Vice City, if that is even the city. And I hope they focus on the drug trade. I hope that's a big part of the next GTA game, if it is Vice City. And I hope it focuses on building a criminal empire. Like, you know, building up these businesses, like, in the story and stuff like that, and taking over the city. Because that the original Vice City games had that. I, I hope they don't heist spam in the next GTA sure. game. I like heist and all. I don't mind a heist here or there. But I would like them focus more on the criminal empire part of it than do heist you actually, in the next Do you GTA. actually want them to go back to Vice City to retread the same ground that they've been before? Wouldn't you rather a new city, new place? I want Vice City personally, but Vice City would be a new city when you really think about it because if they did Vice City now, it would be Vice City in the HD universe. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. One thing that drives me crazy personally is when people like people ask, you know, where is CJ in like GTA 5 or where is Sweet in GTA 5? CJ and Sweet and Caesar and all those characters, they do not exist in GTA 5 because GTA 5 is a different universe. It's the HD universe. The city of Los Santos in GTA San Andreas and the city of Los Santos in GTA 5, while they're both based on the same city, they're not the same, um, uh, they're not the exact same city. It's like Captain Price in Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3. He's not the same Captain Price in Modern Warfare because Modern Warfare is a reboot. That's a new universe. So even though it's based on the original Captain Price, it's not the same Captain Price. But if they do a, a Vice City, again, it's going to be a whole new map. It's not going to look like the map in, in, in Vice City and Vice City Stories, and it's probably going to have a bit of countryside. Like, this is Vice City is based on Miami, so they're probably going to have, like, you know, some islands. They're probably going to have some swamplands, um, and they'll probably have, like, some big countryside. Maybe, maybe they'll have Northern Florida as well. Where Northern Florida, it's a lot of trailer parks, so they might have something like that there. So I think that would be, like, um, uh, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we can only hope for the best, but uh, it's been nice talking to you, Matt. Thank you again for coming by for GTA Guessa and these rambles. You don't mind that I put these rambles between us on my channel? 
that's fine. You do what you want. I'm perfectly fine with that. Cool. Thanks, man. Um, and uh, you know, I wish you the best with your content. And uh, thank you. Uh, just wish you the best with everything, man. Uh, have a good one, dude. You too. Take care, man. Bye bye. Reflecting on losing GTA Guesser. Interesting dude. Very, very knowledgeable about GTA. It was very fun. Did I think I'd win at least one game? Yes. <laughs> Am I a little bit disappointed? Honestly, not really. I much prefer, as I said, Tim, I much prefer to be, be an underdog than an overdog, you could say. I now have something to aspire to. As in, the professional has now beaten me. I now want to continue my Explore Los Santos series and like run around the city and identify more things. I want to play more GC online, get more knowledge of the game. I don't want to be the guy on top. I want to be the guy, because even Whippy, like he beat me by a bit, sure. But being this trounced, there's so much more I can learn. Well, I do more GT guess with RP streamers. I don't really know any other RP streamers. I'm not sure who I want to verse next. Like, honestly, I don't think I did badly in any of those games except one versus um, the professional there. Like, what, what did I average? Like an 1800? That's not bad. Certainly, I need to spend more time in the grasslands. I was somewhat disappointed that the little time I spent in the game a couple of days ago looking at stuff didn't end up giving me any wins there. And it was weird that we had a double image.